Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related. We're going to zone in a little bit on something that um, we've talked about over the last year. I think it bears repeating because it keeps uh, affecting your retirement, whether uh, you realize it or you don't. Um, And that's interest rates. And why are interest rates important to your retirement? Um, it's important you understand that. So we're going to actually make this a two-part series. We're going to talk uh, this episode around the impact of rising interest rates on your retirement, um, You know how you want to look at that in terms of maybe your, your plan and your portfolio, and um, what does it really mean in terms of inflation. Next week, what we're going to do is give you some tips, some strategies, and some things to take away from the interest rate environment that you can put into your retirement plan to really, really make a difference. So um, why are interest rates important? Well, interest rates are one of those things that, um, you know, Angela, can be good and bad, right? Yes. So let's talk about why they could be good. Well, if um, I can go put my money in the bank and earn 4%, that's better than earning 3%. If I can earn 2%, that's better than earning a half a percent, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So in that way, getting a or generating a safe return on your money is a good thing. Um, The downside of interest rates could be if you're borrowing money, right? Like, hey, I want to go buy a house and instead of paying 2.5% in interest, now I'm paying 4.5% in interest. Maybe not such a great thing. Yeah, it makes a big difference in those monthly payments. That's right, no (laughs) doubt. And so there's there's kind of a supply side and a demand side of interest rates. And here's the thing. Um, We don't have to look much further than the last year to understand what inflation has done in this country. And it's gone up very, very high, right? So it went from you know, 4% to 5% to 6%, topping out at uh, the summer of last year around 9.1%. It's come back down into kind of the high 6% range. And simply put, inflation is really just the cost of goods getting more expensive, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever your goods are, whether that's fuel or eggs or butter, or I mean, what has the grocery store been doing? You do all the- Oh my gosh, you hear me every time I come home from the grocery store. I know. It's expensive right now, you know, and we all need food. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at this, inflation is really the velocity of how fast money's circulating and moving around in our general economy. Um, And the faster it moves, the more expensive things get. And so because inflation has been high um, or higher all of last year of 2022 and into this year than what we had seen over the last maybe 10 to 12 years, one of the tools that the Fed uses to try to slow that down or temper that Mm -hmm. is to raise interest rates, meaning the velocity of money, how fast money's moving around. If it's harder for me to go borrow money or it's going to cost me more to go borrow money, maybe I won't need that loan or maybe I won't get that loan, which means I won't have more money to put into the economy, Mm -hmm. thus not creating a higher inflationary period. So that's kind of a very, very 50,000 foot view of where we're at right now. Okay. So last year, the Fed said inflation's starting to get out of control. We got to do something. 
Yeah, they started taking a lot of action back in 2022. You know, in March, when we're looking at those rates and those hikes, we're at 0.25 in March. 0.25%? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so interest rates were paying like a quarter of a percent for the year. There you go, exactly. And over the course of 2022, they raised them faster than they ever had before. We had seven interest rate hikes in 2022, super fast. Um, And they continue into 2023. You know, we've already had one this year. And right now we're at about 4.75%. So you see a fast, huge climb there. Yep. And again, I think there's pros and cons when we talk interest rates hiking in terms of your retirement, because a lot of tools that you can use for your retirement um, from an investment standpoint have what we call interest rate sensitivity or to take it a step further, interest rate risk, risk, right? And we've talked a lot about risk to your retirement and there's a whole host of them, right? There's market risk and longevity risk and healthcare risk and uh, legislation risk, Mm -hmm. uh, tax risk, but there's also interest rate risk because there's some tools just like interest rates going up can be a good or a bad thing. There's some tools where when interest rates go up, it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And there's other tools when interest rates go up, it's a bad thing. And so when we're talking about looking at a lot of tools that a lot of folks own in their retirement, we're really focusing on that safer money, that what they call fixed income. Traditionally, for most folks, that would be bonds or like bond mutual funds. Mm or bond index funds. Um, If you have a 401k right now, or uh, uh, somebody's managing money for you right now, I would guess you probably have a decent portion allocated to bonds because that's what traditional investment folks use Mm -hmm. to try to lower risk, Mm -hmm. right? Well, the issue with bonds and interest rates is it goes back to that old school teeter-totter, right? Where when interest rates go up, bonds and the value of your bond and bond funds typically go down. And so last year, believe it or not, for 2022, it was the first year. uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. It was only the third time in the history of our entire stock market that both the equity market or the the growth stocks went down and the bond market went down. Usually, when one goes up, the other goes down. So we, and, and that's by design because we want to own both as a hedge mm-hmm. against, you know, hey, if the stock market starts tanking, I got these safe bonds over here that are going to go up a little bit or vice versa. Hey, uh, interest rates are going up. My bonds aren't doing good. But typically uh, during, during that time, the stock market does better, right? Well, last year was only the third time in our entire stock market history going back to the early 1900s that both of those main asset classes both went down yeah and it's because of the inflation so the fed as you mentioned and i think it's a great point has already come out and said and they've raised interest rates already for 2023 when they just met last week yeah and they still plan on doing that you know as they're kind of projecting forward they're saying probably 1.25 percent uh increase all throughout 2023 so they're slowing it down but they're still you know Upticking. So when you're looking at your retirement and your portfolio, you know, one of the things we talk about is making sure that we've got income to be generated in our retire simply plan. That's what the I stands for income generation. 
we want to make sure that we are using tools to take advantage of these interest rate hikes and not using so many tools that get negatively impacted by these interest rate hikes. So if you're a traditional investor right now and you've got 50-50, right? 50% of your money in growth things and 50% of your money in fixed income or bond things. And we know interest rates are going to keep coming. And when they come, your bond portion is going to go down. Does it make sense to have half your money in something you know is going to go down? Probably not. Mm -hmm. So you want to start looking at different tools. And we'll talk about those next week that you can really, really dive into and actually make more as interest rates go up. But you got to be careful with those tools, right? Because if there's a time commitment, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, some people, a lot of people have been coming in recently talking about CDs. Oh, I'm just going to go get a CD at a bank. Yeah, and I'm going to lock in a 18 month CD for four and a half percent. Well, that sounds great, mm-hmm. right? Four and a half percent. But if you lock in something at four and a half percent for the next year and a half, and the Fed raises rates another 1.25 percent, well, if they're at 4.75 and they raise them four point uh, another 1.25, that's a total of six percent that you don't get to take advantage of that because you locked in an 18 month CD that you can't get out of. So you got to think about a lot of different avenues and, and perspectives of what these interest rates are doing more so than just, well, that's a much better rate. You know, let's be frank with each other. A half a percent is a better rate than what most of us were getting over the last 10 years. So let's not fool ourselves into just chasing the next highest rate. You wanna be very, very methodical and well thought out and planned out as you're looking at how to not only weather the interest rate risk, but we would tell you to leverage the interest rate environment to actually make more money potentially. And remember, I know we're talking about specific tools and about specific issues right now, but that is why this is exactly why Scott and I are always talking to you about remaining flexible and nimble in our plan. When we're structuring your overall plan, we're looking at much bigger principles than these smaller tools that we're using right now. These smaller tools allow us to navigate the way that your environment changes. So just remember, this is always a holistic plan. We're talking about very specific interest rate risk and things like that today. Well, very well said. So as we, we wrap up here, what the first thing you need to do is look at your overall plan. You need to look at what are those things that have interest rate risk, mainly that's going to be what we call your fixed income, your bond, your bond funds, those sorts of things, okay? See what your exposure is there. Is it 20%, 30%, 40%, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you want to start to think about, okay, if interest rates keep going up and this part goes down, what does that really look like for me? Okay. Um, And so what we're going to do is when we come back next week, we're going to give you some uh, strategies to help you navigate the current bond market. And we're going to give you some uh, particular tools you can look at to not only, as I mentioned, weather the interest rate environment, but hopefully make more come out on the uh, other side of this thing in a much, much better position than you're currently in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions in the meantime and you want to look at your situation specifically, give the office a call. That number is 817-328-6152. That's 817-328-6152. We look forward to being back with you next week. We'll talk to you then. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money. And just as easily, anyone can run out of money. 
but it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Compass Retirement. Compass Retirement is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Compass Retirement are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Compass Retirement are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. 